Welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans, to another episode of your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk podcast. I am Eric Sorensen, joined here by John Goodat. Uh, it's lunchtime with Eric and John from when we're recording this. Right, John? That's right. That's right. But I I, uh, I won't chew in your ear, uh, and I won't chew in our, our listeners' ears. So it's lunchtime, and I'm going to be hogging out here in about 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, I was I was hitting the mute button in our beginning conversation before we began recording this <laughs> challenge down, because luckily uh, I live on the farm now, and I get to come in and have leftovers for lunch, which there you go. good. But, you know, people didn't. Come on to listen to our leftovers, John. Tomorrow is a day that National Colon Sick Day, I believe. Uh, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, I'm coming down with a fever or something. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to, I'm just going to need to uh, sit in my living room on my, on my couch provided by Fitterer's Furniture there and, and uh, quality furniture since 1896. 1896. That's why I always point at you because I forget that part. <laughs> but. <laughs> You can just say a long time. A long time. Been around for a yeah. long time, and they're going to keep me comfortable as I come down with this fever, I guess. And that yeah. fever is March Madness. The March Madness fever is real. It is. I am so excited. I, You know, March for me, okay, I, I, I don't know if I've said in the past, but for me, February, I hate February. I, that is a month for me. There's like three days when my families have birthdays. It's fine. But uh, I hate February because the sports suck. Baseball's around the corner. It's still winter, not quite spring. But then you come into the one of the best months out of the year in March. You spring training's rolling around. High school sports, high school baseball starting for us. And you have March Madness to consume the last half of your month of March. That's right. And the only thing I would add to that is it's getting warm enough to where, like, oh, maybe we can talk about rodeo, get excited about rodeo and stuff like that. But, yeah, March is, a, is like a gateway. March is a gateway month. Yeah. Would you agree with me? Yeah. 100%. It is the one that gets the ball rolling. It's beautiful outside. I do usually hope for a rainy days on the first two days of the tournament, just so it's like, man, maybe we'll go inside. Uh, <laughs> but I'm feeling pretty good about this year. Uh, you know, the teams that are in, I filled out my bracket right away. John sent over the link for his bracket. I'm probably going to win it. So whenever you want to send the trophy to uh, the Badger Pocket, just let me know. I'll take it. I got a place in the mantle here for it. Um, kind of exciting. A couple teams from Washington in it. With the Eastern Eastern Washington Eagles with an Ellensburg kid on there, I know Steel Ventures. Yep. He's going to be uh, Steel and Company. They're going to be beating Kansas. Yep. Um, I will. I mean, are, are we just going to roll right into like some stuff? I mean, let's yeah. talk about generically here. Uh, you know, Gonzaga and Eastern. Mm-hmm. Not only are they two Washington teams, they're on the same side of the bracket. Right. Oh, so they would be meeting up in the Sweet Sixteen if they both win. That would be a matchup for the evergreen state. I think, uh, I, I really think that, um, I mean, I'm just, I'm just so, uh, blatantly biased yeah. towards steel and Eastern toward Gonzaga and everything like that blatantly biased towards our Washington teams. But can you imagine if, if Eastern, the Eags pull off the upset? Huh. Uh, I mean, you don't go there just to have the, I mean, yeah, it's a feather in your cap to just get there, right? right? They haven't been there in years, and it's a feather in your cap to get there. But wouldn't it be awesome not only to win, but just to knock off a blue blood like Kansas? Yeah, where basketball was invented, right? Basketball was invented by, uh, what, Dr. James Naismith. Uh, in Kansas. In, from in the 18, 1890s, maybe. <clears throat> uh, probably around the time Fitter's Furniture opened. Yeah, but, uh, two yeah, great and, things starts so. I, I, I would love to see Steele. You know, I don't think he's going to be starting, but he gets some quality minutes 
uh, game after game. And, and uh, I mean, what an opportunity for Eastern. And, man, in order to be the best, you got to beat the best. And Kansas might be not the number one seed, but they're one of the best programs year after year. You know, I had a cousin that went to medical school at Kansas, and I'm pretty sure I'm right in Kansas. It's either Kansas or Kentucky. I'm pretty sure it was Kansas. They won a national title recently, and he said the streets – People just ran down the street. As soon as the game was over, it's like, get out of your house. We're going. We're going to campus. So uh, there's a lot of history there, and I'm excited. And I did Eastern a favor because I did pick Kansas. But because I picked Kansas, Eastern's going to win because that's how my bracket works, fellas, ladies. You have Kansas going very far in your bracket? Uh, yes. I have them getting to the Sweet 16 where they're going to get beat by the Iowa Hawkeyes. So I'm kind of high on the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, yeah, Iowa. I get Iowa and Iowa State uh, mixed up, and uh, the Big Ten is dominant this year. Yeah. So that might not be uh, that might not be too bad of a pick. I bet I bet Iowa beat. Let's see. No, I got Iowa getting upset in the second round by VCU. By, uh, yeah, I do. That's a that was a tough pick. That was honestly a pick I had to sit and look at because. VCU's been that squad that's like, well, they kind of win some games. That's the reason we know them because of the upset factor in past tournaments. Yeah, of course. And and I know their old coach, Shaka Smart, is, is gone and stuff like that. But you remember about that stuff, right? And, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, I still remember Valparaiso with, what was his name? Vice Drew, like yeah. being the upset special in like the 90s or something like that. So, um or whenever it was, but I mean, we're not talking about, you know, it's not even the elephant in the room. It's, it's a good thing to talk about or whatever that term is, is Gonzaga, man. They mm-hmm. are definitely the team to beat uh, um, so many, um, so many experts, whatever that title means has them. If they don't have them winning at all, they have them in the final four. I mean, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we'll get to who we think is going to win it all that, uh, um, I don't think uh, somebody said I read earlier today that the West is the easiest of the four of the four areas. And I'm thinking, how no. do they figure that? I don't, I don't get it. I don't but, get that. Uh, Cause you got <clears throat> not only Oklahoma shout out to central alumni, Bryce Dobb, strength and conditioning coach there. He was yes. a basketball player, but you got, uh, let's see, Virginia, you got Kansas, uh, Iowa, Iowa's a number two seed. Those are tough. So, that's a tough bracket to get through, and that's actually my well, sweet sixteen from that bracket. Virginia, they're what two years away, two years gone mm-hmm. from from winning it all, and three years away from being the first number one seed to lose yeah. uh, by number sixteen. But they won it all two years ago, so you know that helped the recruiting. Yeah. Oklahoma is just a great team. They probably should be like a a five or a six seed, not a not an eight seed. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got. Creighton in there. You've got USC, which seems to be kind of a media darling for the for the uh, Pac-12 and stuff like that. So I don't really think that the West is that easy. And then, of course, again, I have Iowa getting upset, but Iowa is another Big Ten team that's the number two seed. So right. it's not like Gonzaga is going to have a walk in the park here. Well, for me, it was the other side of the brackets that were the hard ones to pick because I just didn't – like, wow, these teams, really? Like these guys? But, I mean – I don't know if this is right at all, but I do got a UConn getting into the, uh, let's see, Sweet 16 here, number seven seed. You had UConn getting into the Sweet 16? Yeah, I might change that. But uh, <laughs> as they, who like Alabama, eh. then they go play Texas. So, 
Let, let's go talk. Let's talk about Alabama really quick because mm-hmm. they were a number two seed, and right. I'm thinking that basketball team must have the biggest shadow to play in called Alabama football. I'm like, Alabama's good in basketball. Right. I'll totally admit, I'm like, who in the heck is this? Right. So Nick, Nick Saban coaching Bama uh, basketball too or something. No yeah. disrespect to the Crimson Tide, but right. I feel bad for him because it doesn't matter how good they are. They'll always be like Bama football, Bama football. And, and uh, you had UConn going into the Sweet 16. I have them being upset by Maryland. Oh, uh, yeah. Who was, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, uh, well, no, they they won the title, well, I guess a decade or two ago, so maybe that's too old, too mm. long ago. But, uh, um, you know, I, I, something I see there is Texas versus Abilene Christian, a, mm. a, a Texas yeah. battle, since Abilene Christian there is in, in West Texas area. But, you know, Abilene Christian just a few years ago was a D2 team. Yeah. So, um that's kind of cool to see, uh, you know, them have some relatively early success and in, in the, at the uh, Division One AA uh, level. So that's kind of cool. I have Texas destroying them, of course. But, Absolutely. Uh, um, yeah. Um, but and I actually have Texas. Where do I have Texas going? I have Texas losing to Maryland in the Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. So. See that's uh, but right. I have Michigan coming out of there. I guess their point guard is hurt, so that hurts their chances, but uh Michigan's good. So I got Michigan being upset by a number four Florida State on that side of the bracket. Good pick. That's a that's a good pick. Uh I have Georgetown. I'm I'm, I'm oh. high on Georgetown uh because they went through a gauntlet there to get to uh that twelve seed. I'm I'm high on Georgetown. I have them beating Florida State, and I have them losing to Michigan. So um, this is the fun stuff, man. It's one of those things where you do the brackets because you want to be right. But <laughs> I, I I love upsets, man. I, I, I hope that my bracket is just destroyed mm-hmm. due to upsets. So speaking of that, before we get any closer to the championship, who is your biggest upset you have? Um, let's see. Well, the Georgetown over Colorado in the first round is a 12 over a 5. Um, I think, and then I have a Oregon state over Tennessee. That's a 12 over a five. Um, my biggest upset is, well, it's, it's Eastern over Kansas, a 14 over a three. So, mm-hmm. uh, not only is it an upset, but it's a local upset, uh, <laughs> you know, just two plus hours away from us here in Oldsburg and. Uh, you know, Steel Ventures there playing for him and stuff. So that's my biggest upset. It's 14 over three, Eastern over Kansas. My biggest upsets are one, Liberty, number 13 over number four, Oklahoma State. And the biggest upset of all, which is just bizarre, but I cannot stand rooting for the Buckeyes, number 15, Oral Roberts, knocking off number two, Ohio State. Wow. Whereas I have Ohio State losing the Elite Eight. Oh. Um, um, you can't stand the Buckeyes, huh? Yeah, I've never been able to. No, not a big fan. I think it came down to, like, the Cougars played them one time when I was young, and I watched them beat WSU. That's how I don't like most teams, so. Okay. Uh, yeah. Happens quite often, unfortunately. Um, okay. You know, so I, I have Liberty losing in the first round, but, like, all these experts are talking about, like, yep, that's going to be that's going to be upset. Liberty over up, uh, Oklahoma State. I mean, okay. Really? Because I literally just pulled that out of nowhere when I picked that one. 
Yeah. So good, uh, good I didn't read anything about anybody no. until um, I didn't read about anything until I submitted my text and I haven't changed anything in that bracket that Liberty over Oklahoma state. I have Illinois, I have San Diego state kind of going through. So six mm. losing to Illinois there in the, in the elite eight. Um, so I have, my final four is all number one teams. Okay. And that rarely, rarely happens. So I don't know what the heck I was thinking about that. So you got all number ones. My final four traditionally has always been ones and try to fit a two because it makes me feel bad that there shouldn't be number ones. But for the first year <laughs> I got, well, I do got number one. I got number four. I got number one, Gonzaga, number four, Florida state. And on the other side, I have two threes, Arkansas and West Virginia. So uh, Arkansas is another one of those, uh, media darlings mm-hmm. um because um i mean they just they're just playing good basketball and you said west virginia huh yep they traditionally they've had kind of a strong program oh yeah yeah and then mm-hmm. by he's a he's a good coach uh shoot i have them losing to san diego state so mm-hmm. um can we not and can we talk about loyola chicago sister Jean? you know they were they made their run, was it two or three years mm-hmm. ago? And I have them losing the second round. But she's going to uh, be there from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. Don't mess with Sister Jean. We're, so we're, she's, she's got to be one of the most famous fans out there. And I might even have had, yep, I have them picked, and then I have them losing to Illinois in the next round. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I've uh, So I've got Gonzaga, Michigan, Baylor, and Illinois. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of iffy on my Michigan um Pick, but whatever. I'm just I'm I'm committed, and uh, um, I was I have Gonzaga beating Illinois 77 71, uh, but but who knows? You know, that's I went down to Gonzaga, West Virginia, and picked the Zags, not because of fandom. I usually never pick Gonzaga to win this thing, and I just have this mm-hmm. feeling this year. It's just. I think they're going to do it, man. I think this is a year for the Zegs. They've been very good. Last year, they could have done it too. They had the quality of talent. Uh, and I think uh, yeah. just like when we were talking with uh, the Angels and Mike Trout with my dad today, Mike Trout deserve, deserves a World Series. Mark Few deserves a national championship ring. Um, I think it's more realistic that uh, Mark Few gets his ring or that his uh, Mark Few gets his trophy than Trout gets his ring. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, and that's a straight shot at Ryan Coon. So if you're listening, Ryan, take that. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that. I was just throwing out facts, and you were <laughs> emotional there. Sorry, it's Ryan. <laughs> Don't be sorry. So I am excited. It's going to be some good watching. I don't know if we have enough TVs to get through it all. I hope my daughter loves it. I'm going to try to get her competitive. Hey, Ellie, what color do you want to win? What team? You know, and she usually picks yeah, the team yeah. that I don't. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Do you go colors and mascots and everything like that for I, her? I I never have. Well, we pick the color. She, she usually goes, Dad, what team? It's usually the wrong sport. We're watching basketball. Hey, are we watching baseball? And what team do you want, Dad? And I say, well, I want the the Crimson team to win. Well, I want the white team to win. I'm like, Ellie, come on, man. Uh, if you are having a problem, with, like maybe you're, you know, listeners out there, maybe your wife might not, wives might not want to listen or watch the basketball tournament. A trick. Until I bragged about it in front of her, uh, my wife, Paige, is an extremely competitive person. She loves competition. Yep. The first year we were together and watching it, she's like, let's not watch this. I said, well, did you, you filled a bracket out this year. What'd you do? And she says, oh, well, let me, let me get my bracket out. 
And because she was competitive enough, she watched every game with me from the time we had gotten home from school or work or whatever we were doing at that young age of our life. Really? It worked great because she was so competitive. And unfortunately, I don't think I've ever beaten her in the bracket challenge. I got to get her to fill it out tonight. So I got to beat her once. I've never beaten my wife in uh, bracket basketball. Well, I, uh, let me see. I, I, I used to, you know, jump into, you know, brackets with friends, like where there was, uh, there was never money gambling. Never, never, right. never, 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 ever. Just pride, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I've, uh, I've won in all my years. I think I've won once or twice and I've had a couple of near misses. And then usually I'm just like middle of the road. I hate basketball kind of uh, pick, you know, when you're, you know, I say, like, I love it when upsets mess around with my bracket. I said that earlier. But also, when, when you're when you're playing for, again, not money, pride, <laughs> uh, you want to win. And, and uh, so I'm usually a middle-of-the-road guy on, on my brackets. And so I just, you know, then you want every 13 seed to beat everything since yeah. there's no way that you're going to win not money, pride. And, and so um, I was looking at... The schedule here if you want to keep on keep the pulse on steel and eastern they play kansas uh, kansas gets the opportunity to play against the eagles of eastern that's a 10 15 tip-off on saturday mm. um and so you know the cbs tbs what is it true tv and stuff like that tnt mm-hmm. um right now i think it's on tbs at 10 o'clock on saturday and then the zags are playing that uh, TBS at six o'clock, uh, that night. Um, so Saturday could be shoot. That could be a fun filled uh, day for, for Washington basketball. I really hope it is. I hope so too. I'm super excited about it. I can't wait, John. Thank you for taking some lunchtime to talk some brackets for our listeners. If you listen to this before the championship's over with, please tweet at us, Facebook at us and say, who do you have for your winner? I'll put a post out today. Let's see what kind of response we get for people and what they who they want to win. So here, here we go. Who's your winner? Who's your biggest upset? I'd like to. Those are the fun ones. Yeah, let Everyone us know. Wants to know who wins and and who's the Cinderella. Yeah, and please get those in soon. And don't be like after, uh, like I predicted the Oral Roberts upsets Ohio State. Don't be like, oh yeah, I predicted that one too. Now get it out there beforehand. Let's go. <laughs> awesome. Well, big thanks to Fitter's Furniture. Uh, Big thanks to for our rodeo side of things, McGregor Company and the Ellensburg Rodeo, which we will dive in more next time. So, all right, folks, enjoy the tournament. Thank you, John. Until next time, take care of one another. We'll be back with some more sports news next week. so big, this town's so small If you circle the square you've seen it all There's no quick fix for a broken heart When everybody knows who you are The Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Please check out all episodes anywhere you can get your podcast. And for you iTunes listeners, please rate and review our podcast. Check us out and follow for all your local sports updates on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. The official music of Kittitas Valley Sports Talk is brought to you by Austin Jenks. Please go check him out and all of his great music anywhere you can stream music.
wanna be your rock, wanna be your man. Don't wanna hold you back, just wanna hold.